Previously on Crimson Hearts Collide, Eloise works hard to make amends with Sonora and Minnie. I'm normally a nice person when I'm not, you know, fighting over my inheritance. You really put me through the ringer. I'm trying to make up for it. Sonora gets an enticing new job opportunity back in New York City. We like to go the extra mile, even when it comes to the little things. Oh, wow. It all sounds amazing. And just when things are looking up again, Sonora misses her first date night with Zeke and has less than 24 hours to rescue the farm before it goes under. <sighs> When's the court date? In a week? Two? Tomorrow. What? This is Crimson Hearts Collide with Melinda Williams, Keith D. Robinson, Tarina Pouncey, and Amanda Seals. Doors open. Girl, what are you still doing in bed? We're running late. Time to rise and shine. You made your breakfast, pressed your suit, that nice red designer one you wore when you first got here. Ooh, you're gonna look like Olivia Pope in that courtroom. Court, right. Mm. Have you seen Zeke? He headed out to the stables early this morning. You must have put a real pep in that boy, Steph. He never leaves this early. I doubt it. I just know y'all had an amazing night, and I want to hear all about it. But right now, let's get you dressed. We got about an hour's drive to the courthouse. <gasps> Plenty of time for you to spill the beans on every single detail of your fairy tale night with my nephew. Yeah, it's going to be a real quiet ride. Minnie, about court, I, um, I don't think we should go. What? What do you mean? We have to go. We'll lose the farm if we don't go. Well, the chance that the judge will overturn the judgment is slim to none. The best we can hope for is an extension on the loan. I'll file an appeal in writing. It's probably better that way. Sonora, what's gotten into you? Didn't you listen to Olivia Pope? Gladiators don't run. They fight. Oh, oh Minnie, I'm sorry. I have to take this. It's a call from New York. Okay, you take that. I'll be back in a bit. Hello, this is Sonora Williams. Good morning, Ms. Williams. This is Frank Simpson of Lloyd Winters and Simpson. I hope I'm not calling too early. No. No, good morning. You spoke with my associate yesterday, and we're very excited that you are considering joining our firm. Thank you. Yes, it all sounds so amazing. We know you went through a rough patch at your previous company, but we feel strongly you'd be a wonderful addition to our team. And I just want to say right away that I would never compromise my integrity or the integrity of my employers. Oh no, you don't understand. We appreciate how willing you were to go the extra mile on behalf of your client. You do? Absolutely. We admire that kind of creativity. Oh, I see. You know, I'm sorry. Um, I don't think this is going to work out. Excuse me? I lost a partnership in my last job because I traded my morals for my desire to win. You played the game the way it was meant to be played. That's not a problem for us. But it's a problem for me. It was always my dream to be a lawyer. But that's not the kind of lawyer I want to be anymore. 
With all due respect, Ms. Williams, you're not likely to get another offer like this one at another firm of our caliber. You may be right, Mr. Simpson, but my dignity is worth more. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Oh, Minnie. What was that all about? That was one of the most prestigious law firms in New York offering me the opportunity of a lifetime. And you turned it down. They actually liked what I did with the Sinclair case. Are there any respectable law firms out there? I mean, I just can't win, Minnie. Everywhere I go, disappointment follows me. The demotion, the farm, Zeke. Well, I don't know what happened last night with Zeke. But we can't just bury our head in a haystack when things get tough. That's not what Chuck would have wanted. Yeah, well, if Uncle Chuck knew me, he would have never asked me to take over this farm. That couldn't be further away from the truth. I think I need to give you something. What are you talking about? Remember the envelope Petey gave me at the reading of the will? Yeah, the letter from Uncle Chuck you said you wanted to read it in private. Mm. It wasn't just a letter. There was also a key in the envelope, along with some very specific instructions. I could only give it to you on the one-year anniversary of his death, or whenever I thought you needed encouragement. I don't understand. What's the key for? It belongs to a lockbox. Where is it? The letter said the box is located under the bed in the main bedroom. Oh, isn't this the main bedroom? Yep. There it is. That's a pretty big box. It's a bunch of dusty old pictures and stuff. Wait, here's one of a young couple and a baby. But this isn't Eloise. Who are these people? Do you know them? Let me take a look. Hmm, not sure, but the man in this photo kind of favors Chuck when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And the woman, she looks like me. She looks like me. There's a letter. <gasps> Miss Sonora Williams. I'll give you some privacy, sweetie. Holler if you need me. Okay. Dear Sonora, my beautiful niece, oh, how I've longed to say these words to you in person. But since you're reading this, I must have moved on, on to the greener pastures. Now that you've spent some time on the farm, you know it's pretty darn hard to find pastures greener than those in Greenvale. Anyway, I digress. I'm sure Minnie and Zeke have shown you around and welcomed you with open arms. They really have. I always loved those two with all my heart, and I'm certain by now you have grown to love them too. <laughs> yep. They've been the only family I've known since, well, since that one fateful day. Hopefully you got the picture that came with this letter. And you must be wondering, who are these good-looking people? <laughs> well, the man in the photo is my brother, Jackson. And the beautiful woman standing next to him, that's his wife, Zora. And that baby, that baby is you, Sonora. Those are your parents. My parents. I don't have to point out that your name is a combination of both their names. Jackson? Sora? Sonora. And from what I've learned about you, so is your personality. 
but I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sure you have a thousand questions. <laughs> At least a thousand. You're probably wondering why you've never heard of me. The answer is that I didn't know you existed until a few months ago. How is that even possible? It all started with a big fight between Jackson and I. We'd often fight like brothers do, but this time it was different. Back in the day, we were one of the few black-owned farms in the county. It was the 80s, and our community was struggling. When our parents died, I wanted to sell the farm and get as far away from Greenville as possible. But your daddy wanted to honor our parents and keep the farm. Daddy... We've always had the best milk in the state. Your dad felt it was our duty to help our friends and neighbors. We fought every day for weeks. And one day, he just up and left. He wrote me a letter, told me he got married, and sent me a picture of his beautiful bride, Zora. I wrote him back. But winter came and no word from Jackson. Another two winters went by without hearing from my brother. Eventually, I got on a plane and went to the address on the letter. And that's when I found out. Jackson and his new wife had tragically died in a car crash. I never knew they had a baby. Then a few months ago, I was watching a story about this crazy billionaire, and I saw a picture flash across the screen. I thought I had saw a ghost. It looked just like my brother's bride, Zora, but it wasn't. It was you. I hired a private detective, and that's when I found out about you. It turns out my brother was so angry he took his wife's last name, Williams. You were just a toddler when the accident happened. They couldn't find next of kin when my brother died and you ended up in foster care. <laughs> when I discovered I had a niece, I already got the news I only had months left to live. I didn't want to burden you with my troubles, but I have loved you ever since that day I first saw you on JMZ. Oh, Uncle Chuck. Anyway, I know it must have been tough growing up not knowing who your real folks were. But I want you to know I am so proud of you. And proud to call you family. And since I ain't give you nothing else, I'm leaving you this old farm. Welcome to the family, Sonora. Welcome home. I have a family. Minnie? Girl, oh, are you okay? I'm great. Oh, look at you. You wearing that suit. Does this mean... Let's get down to that courthouse. We have business to handle. This farm is a family legacy. I'll pull up the car. Is he coming? I don't think so. Okay. We're already running late. Let's get down to that courthouse. Do you ever get used to it? Used to what? How beautiful and peaceful it is out here. Hmm. I've lived here all my life, and every time I look out to those fields, I wonder if this is what heaven looks like. Now, I'd imagine it probably does. That's why they needed Chuck a little sooner than expected. Hmm. You remember when you first picked me up and we drove down this road? <laughs> Feels like yesterday. Well, technically, it was only two weeks ago. Well, it feels like I've known you for years. We're connected, you and me. Yeah, 
And to think I almost backed out and stayed in New York. I'm so glad you did. Now, coming here has been really good for me. Well, in most ways. You ever gonna tell me what happened last night? <sighs> there was no date. I was on the phone talking to law firms, trying to find another job and lost track of time. By the time I got to the restaurant, Zeke was gone. Oh, that's too bad. Zeke didn't mention a thing. Well, don't beat yourself up, sweetie. Things happen. Well, I really messed up. He planned this amazing date and I stood him up. Don't give up on him yet. And don't give up on yourself. You deserve to be loved. Thank you, Minnie. Speaking of deserving love, what's up with you and Mr. Walter the Welder? Oh. <laughs> I certainly saw sparks flying at the Save the Farm Gala. And I'm not talking about when he was welded. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, that's enough. We have to focus, young lady. We have a giant to slay. Good way to change the topic. Maybe you should become a lawyer. <laughs> oh, tell you what. If you stop beating yourself up, I might give Mr. Welder a shot. Sounds like a deal. Now, what's our strategy? <sighs> Somehow, I have to convince the judge to give us more time to pay back that loan. Considering Uncle Chuck already got several extensions, I'm not sure she will. How are we going to pull that off? Well, we have to appeal to the judge's heart. I'll, I'll tell her about Uncle Chuck's death and, and how I just inherited the farm, and hopefully she has a soft spot for family. I know you can do it. I hate to admit it, but I kind of went back and looked at some clips of you on JMZ. You had that entire courtroom wrapped around your finger. Yeah. Not exactly proud of that. Oh, never be ashamed of your gift. You could sell sand in the Sahara. <laughs> Honey to a bee. If anyone can convince this judge to give us more time and save the farm, it's you. I hope so. Ah, uh, are you sure this is the right address? Sure is. The famous Butler County Court. Oh. It looks so... Historic? I was gonna go with quaint. They've had some big trials here. A few years ago, Miss Jenkins sued Mr. Butts for building a bakery right on the property line. She says it was messing with her diet. <laughs> the smell of the pastries. Sued him over emotional distress. Sounds like the trial of the century. For Greenville, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go in. Sonora, you coming? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll be right there. Are you okay? You know, I was just thinking about the last time I set foot inside a courtroom. Oh, I'm sorry. I know you must miss the big Perry Mason-style courtrooms. You'll be back there soon. No, it's actually the opposite. Last time I was in a courtroom, I was defending a shady billionaire cheating the mother of his children out of millions of dollars. But now I'm here fighting for what's right. Fighting for you, for us, for my family. This feels good. Hmm, using those superpowers for good. You're gonna blow them away in there. Yeah, I'm gonna need all the superpower I can get. And where is Eloise? Wasn't she supposed to meet us here? She left the farm before you got up. Said she needed to run errands. No errand can be that important. If we're gonna make a plea to the judge to keep the farm and the family, we have to show her a united front. Well, I'll give her a call.
Oh, shoot. She's not picking up. Uh, Eloise, it's Minnie. Not sure where you are, but Sonora and I are down at the courthouse waiting for you. Call me back. Let's just go inside. We don't want to be late. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Patsy Jefferson presiding. You may be seated. Next case on the docket is case 1047, JT National Bank versus Thompson Farm. It says here that the farm has defaulted on a loan taken out by Mr. Chuck Thompson. Your Honor, Sonora Williams representing the Thompson Farm, if you allow me to explain the extenuating circumstances in this case, Full disclosure, Chuck Thompson was my uncle, and unfortunately, he passed away last month. My condolences. Are you able to pay the outstanding balance? I only recently discovered that I inherited the farm, and- Counsel, do you have the money, or don't you? We do. Uh, We will. Not today, but I have a plan. If I had a penny for every person that stood before me with a plan, I'd be in Fiji sipping on a pina colada, yet I'm here. (laughs) I need an extension. Your Honor, I'm Ron Smith, representing JT National. The bank has already granted the Thompson family several extensions. None of those have been met. All there's left to do now is for us to take possession of the farm. With all due respect, the Thompson farm has been a pillar of this community going back decades. Handing the property over to the bank will open the door to unscrupulous developers. Your Honor, I respectfully ask that you extend the deadline for six months. Give me a few moments. After carefully considering both sides, I must agree with Mr. Smith. The Thompson Farm has had plenty of time to correct this matter and has failed to do so. I cannot allow anyone to mooch off the banks forever. Therefore, I must rule in favor of- Wait, wait, wait! You haven't heard from all the witnesses. Eloise? Order in the court. Eloise, why did you bring all these people? They're here to help. Just call them to the stand. Trust me. Your Honor, I know this is highly unusual, but may I call witnesses? Miss Williams, this isn't Judge Judy. Your Honor. Your decision will not just impact the farm, but the entire community. I think it's only fair to hear them out. (sighs) I don't know what difference it'll make, but I'll allow it. Call your first witness. The defense calls to the stand. uh, What's your name again? Sybil. The defense calls Sybil. Hi, my name is Sybil. Sybil's Jams and Jellies, that's me. I also own a small grocery store downtown. We've had some rough times, and the only reason we're still standing is because of the kindness of the Thompson Farm. Chuck always delivered milk whether we could afford it or not. I'm Jonathan Ambry. I own a poultry farm next to the Thompson Farm. A few years ago, I had an outbreak of the chicken flu. Couldn't afford to start over. Mr. Thompson himself gave me a $10,000 loan. It's Walter the Welder here. Chuck saved me. When I got sick and I couldn't work, I barely had enough to eat, but I could go over to the farm and get milk and food. Chuck Thompson was practically a saint, but I'm not here to talk about him. I'm here to talk about you, Judge. Excuse me? Obviously, compassion isn't one of your best attributes. Eloise, what are you doing? 
Not helpful. Also, I don't appreciate you implying Papa Chuck was a moocher. Now, Louise, stop. You're gonna get us thrown out of this court. Miss Thompson, I suggest you take your counsel's advice. If you expect to get my compassion by insulting me, I can tell you right now, that is not a very good legal strategy. Then it's a good thing we don't need your compassion. Because of the generosity of everyone here today and the entire community, we are able to present to you a cashier's check in the amount of $124,279. That is the amount due on the loan and court fees. Order in the court. Bailiff, hand me that check. Eloise, you did all of this? I told you I wouldn't let you down. Your Honor, in light of this new development, we will be able to repay the loan in full, and thus will no longer be in default. Despite Miss Thompson's incredible rudeness, I hereby dismiss the case against the Thompson Fund. Sybil, thanks for coming. We couldn't have done this alone. Anything for Uncle Chuck in the fall. Wow, Eloise, you saved the farm. We saved the farm. (sighs) We might not be related by blood, but we are family. The farm is as much yours as it is mine. Thank you. Speaking of family... Sonora. Zeke, I didn't realize you were here. I was in the back. You were in your element, and I didn't want to distract you. I just wanted to say thank you. Without you and Eloise, I'm not sure what would have happened to the farm. I couldn't agree with him more. Thank you, Sonora. Come here, Eloise. Give me a hug. Thank you both. (laughs) Well, I better get back to the cows. Uh, About last night. Did you get my message? Yep. I got it. Oh, uh, okay. I'll see you later. Sure. Minnie, I think Zeke's still mad at me. Oh, I knew he wouldn't forgive me. Oh, well, whether my nephew is mad at you or not, Sonora, you are always going to be like a daughter to me. You and Eloise both. I always prayed for a daughter, but didn't think God was listening. Now I have two. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know how much I needed a mom until I set foot on the farm. Thanks for being that for me, Minnie. Same. I really missed you, Minnie. Y'all gonna make me cry and ruin my makeup. (laughs) Oh, and we don't want your makeup to smear. Definitely not now. Someone's waiting for you. Oh, hey, Walter. Thanks for coming and speaking up. After all Chuck has done for me in our town, I had to come. Well, I guess uh, I'll see you later. Okay. Get home safely now. Walter? Yes, Minnie? You still up for game night? Sounds great, Minnie. It's a date. dress do you think I should wear tonight? The blue one or the pink one? Oh, pink is definitely your color. Oh, well, thank 
you. I've always loved pink, just was afraid to wear it. Thought it made me look like a Pepto-Bismol bottle. What? With your great shape? No Pepto here. Walter's not going to know what hit him. (laughs) He told me he's had his eye on you for almost a decade. That man's got the patience of Job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I poured a lot into the farm, but the older I get, the more I realize it's all about balance. Speaking of balance, have you talked to Zeke yet? He hasn't really said much since we got back. Mm. Welcome back to the Greenville Nightly News. A joyful scene unfolded earlier today in front of the downtown courthouse. Oh, turn up the volume. We're on the news. It's a beautiful thing when the community comes together. And that is exactly what happened today. The Thompson Farm was saved in the nick of time when friends, family, and neighbors all pitched in to pay in the outstanding loan. We were able to chat briefly with the late Chuck Thompson's niece, Miss Sonora Williams. Miss Williams, you are no stranger to winning the difficult court battles. How did this win feel? I've won in court before, many times. Uh, But this win was different. It wasn't for me or for money or for status. It was for my family. This win was for the people of Greenville. Isn't that a heartwarming story? Wow, look at you, looking and sounding like Michelle Obama. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad I'm on the news for something positive for a change. Mm. Now we can finally focus on the future of the farm. So to that end, Minnie, I have something very important to ask you. If you're going to ask if you can repaint the main bedroom, the answer is yes. (laughs) Never liked that flowery wallpaper anyway. (laughs) No. (laughs) I wanted to ask you if you would accept the newly minted role of executive director of Thompson Farm. Uh, Basically, take over where Uncle Chuck left off. I know it's a lot to consider, and I understand I'd be honored. (laughs) I'm so relieved. No one knows this farm like you do, Minnie. Oh, there's a car pulling up. (laughs) Queen Minnie? Your chariot has arrived. <laughs> All right. Uh, how, how, how do I look? What is it you youngins say? Uh, do I look like a snack? <laughs> a snack? You look more like a juicy steak dinner with dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, lady. Don't hurt him. Oh, Sonora, just know this. Love always happens right on time. Not your time. God's time. Thanks, Minnie. Now go on. Prince Walter the Welder awaits. Don't wait up for me. (laughs) Hey, Kels. Hey, girl. I got your text. Sorry about your date last night. You two smooth it over. Mm, No, not exactly. We haven't even had time to really talk about it. What are you waiting for? Go talk to that man. I will, eventually. Right now, I'm just sitting out here on the porch, enjoying the peace and quiet. Well, enjoy it, because it's not going to last. What are you talking about? I don't know how you do it, but you stay making headlines. Headlines? Oh. Now what? You know that blog, The Shadow Room? They got all the juicy stuff and broke the news about you winning back the farm this afternoon. Wrote a post about it. Oh, what does it say? The reinvention of Sonora Williams. From attorney to the elite to hero of the people. You're no longer infamous. You're actually famous. (laughs) 
How did they even find out about this? Nobody cares about Greenville News. Somebody does. And maybe a little birdie tipped them off. Kels. What? It's about time you got some good press. So when are you coming back? I've got the champagne chilling and the spa on speed dial. Well, actually, I think I'm going to hang out for a bit. I've been talking to some law firms, but none of them align with what I really want. Wow. Here I am, thinking you would jump at any opportunity to get back in a courtroom. I mean, I love being a lawyer, but I really want to do work that's meaningful. I think for now, I could make better use of my time here at the farm. I'm sorry. I I know how much you were looking forward to our spa date. It's all good. The mud with the pigs is probably better for your skin anyway. And I'm actually going to be a pretty busy bee myself. Oh, really? A busy? Is Hoop Wives dropping new episodes next week? Ha, ha, ha. That is not the reason. Okay, well, not the only reason. I got a job. (gasps) What? That neighbor hired you again to walk her cats? Nope. I got fired from that one. Didn't know I was supposed to keep them on a leash. Your girl is, drumroll please, the newest event coordinator at City Experience. City Experience? That company does all the events in Grand Park. Yep. Apparently one of their executives is an Alabama native. She heard about the success of our Save the Farm Party, and they needed someone who could do a lot with a little. Oh, congratulations, Kelsey. I'm so proud of you. Let me tell you, there are some interesting people in this world. My first client wants to have a Christmas-themed party with real snow. Oh, nothing wrong with that. In July. (laughs) Ooh. Eloise. What did I tell you about creeping up on me? (laughs) Creeping? If anyone's creeping, it's you. What are you doing here in the dark staring out the window? (laughs) Oh, I see. Good night, Kels. I love you. You're gazing at your girl. Why don't you just go over and talk to her? I'm fine right here. Suit yourself. I don't know a lot, but if there's anything I've learned, it's to never waste a moment to let the person you love know how you feel about them. Even if they did accidentally stand you up on a date. Thanks, Eloise. I get it. You're a softie now. Well, maybe I am. Good night, Zeke. Hey, Sonor. Hey. That was Chuck's favorite spot, right where you're sitting. He'd come here in the evenings. He'd say, the silence of the night will teach a lot if you just listen. I can't agree with him more. It's so peaceful out here. I miss that man. I miss him too, and I've never even met him. Listen, I I feel awful. I got caught up with a work thing and lost track of time, but it's no excuse. I'm so sorry. Apology accepted. Thank you. I've been relying on myself for so long, it's hard for me to let someone in. I I think sometimes I self-sabotage when I meet someone I really like. And I really like you, Zeke. On that note, Sonora, there's something I need you to know. Ah, I'm so sorry. This number's been dialing me all day. (laughs) I'll call him back later. No, take the call. This can wait. Sonora Williams speaking. Hi, Mr. K- Mr. King. Yeah, 
That certainly is a very generous offer. Wow. <sighs> of course. Um, I have to think about it. Uh, I'm, I'm so honored. I'll, I'll be in touch. Yes, thank you. Everything okay? That was Carl King. Uh, he's the president of the Equal Rights for All Institute. Mm -hmm. It's a very prestigious and well-respected law firm that represents the underserved. They're working late. Uh, apparently they've been trying to reach me all day. They saw me on the news and were impressed with what I did to help save the farm. They're offering me a position as a human rights attorney. Oh, uh, are you going to take it? <sighs> They want me to go in and meet with them next week. It's exactly the kind of work I'd love to do. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it does. So, why don't you seem excited? Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the last few days I'm starting to realize that I'm so much more than my career. And honestly, I, I can see a future for myself here in Greenville. I finally found my family, you know? I could practice law right here in Alabama. I mean, I'd have to take the bar again. Anyway, before the phone rang, you said you had something important to tell me? Oh, um, yeah. The other day, when Jolene came back, it really brought up some stuff. Feelings, you know? And then when you stood me up for dinner, it became clear you're still trying to figure out what you want. And that's fair. So, I think it's okay to say that we tried and just move on with our lives. Zeke, I really am so sorry. Please, just give me another chance. I know I screwed up. It's okay, Sonora. I'm not mad. I just don't want any more drama. We can just be friends. It's easier that way. Okay. I better get to bed. Early day tomorrow. All right, thanks. Good night. Good night, Sonora. Yeah, I'm meeting with the partners tomorrow. I don't think I'm needed here anymore. I made Minnie the executive director of the farm, and I can do my part from New York City. What about the cowboy? Uh, it's over. I guess Jolene really did a number on him. He says he just wants to stay friends. And at this point, I'm not sure he'll even notice I'm gone. Well, we can finally pop that bottle of champagne. Just text me when your flight gets in. Love you. Love you. Sonora! Sonora! Zeke? Oh, I'm so glad I got here on time. What's wrong? Nothing is wrong. Everything feels right. And that's exactly the problem. I, I don't understand. Look, I don't know what's going to happen. But I know I would never forgive myself if I didn't let you know how I feel. Sonora, I think I'm falling in love with you. I, I mean, I am. I'm in love with you. What? Oh, Zeke, 
Can I kiss you? I thought you'd never ask. <sighs> Tomorrow. I don't have all the answers and I can't predict the future. But I know I want you by my side. Wow. I don't know what to say. Before you say anything, I know this is your dream job and I would never want to keep you from living your dreams. But I also know the odds of finding something like this. Like us are about as big as winning the lottery. We owe it to ourselves to give this a chance. What do you say? Will you stay in Greenville? Uh, I... All passengers for flight 2752 to New York City. Last call Hello? reporting. What do you say? I repeat, last call reporting. Yes, <sighs> I'll stay. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I have some more great news. Better than my new life as a farm girl? <laughs> Remember that real estate company that wanted to buy the farm? Our little bulldog, Eloise, did some digging into the company. And it turns out there's some kind of valuable mineral underneath our land. That's why they're willing to pay so much for it. Our little farm could be worth millions. <gasps> Zeke, that's amazing. But I would never want to ruin our property with any digging. I'm just happy no one else got the chance to destroy our beautiful farm. Well, I like how you're thinking, Samara. Let's go home. Yeah. Home. Crimson Hearts Collide. A Hallmark Mahogany production and AYR Media production. Starring Melinda Williams as Sonora, Keith D. Robinson as Zeke, Tarina Pouncey as Minnie, and Amanda Seals as Kelsey. Performances for this episode by Kimberly Dooley as Eloise, John Eddings as Walter, Damon Webb as Uncle Chuck, narrated by Diane Jackson. Additional voices by Asha Blake, Evelyn Brooks, Yadana Daniels, Alex Sela, Jonathan Walton, K.C. Wayland, Paulina Williams, Ashford J. Thomas, Nasaka Malimba, Charlie Magdaleno, Executive Producers for AYR Media, Aliza Rosen, and Paulina Williams, Executive Producer, Tracy Taylor, Co-executive producer, Rajan Shandil. Producer, Casey Wayland. Written and directed by Aurora Furlan. Associate producer and supervising editor, Victoria Chang. Senior associate producer, Jill Peshesnik. Composer, Nathan Bankston. Editing and sound design by Joey Jordan. Assistant editing by Tim Mulhern. Mixed and mastered by Victoria Chang. Recording Engineering by Bang Zoom Studios. Script Supervisor, Joey Jordan and Michael Dean Wilkins. Production Coordinator, Kai Williams. Production Assistant, Milena Kraljewski. Executive Producers for Hallmark Media, Tony Judkins and Erica McCrary. <laughs>